Welcome to our Salt and Light podcast. At the table, you will find his presence, provision, and protection. Remember to take notes and share this podcast. And today we're going to start a new series. I want you to say with me, at the table. He has a place for you at the table. And it just amazes me and humbles me to know that the God of the universe wants to have a relationship with us wants us to come in and sit with him at the table. And the scripture says that he made a way through Jesus Christ even before, even before we repented from our sins. Listen to this. Even when we were sinners, he died for us. His love is so amazing. And, and when you understand how much he loves you and how much he, he, he wants to have a relationship with you, I want to invite you today. I want you to receive his grace. And when you receive his grace, it's not something you have to force yourself into. There's not something you have to, uh, I mean, I have to push myself. All you have to do is draw close. And as you draw close and you see who he is and you see his heart, I believe that there'll be a new, a new life that he has for you. God has a new life for you and his life is better. In Psalms chapter 23, I want to read verse 5. If you have your Bible, open your Bible with me. Psalm chapter 23, verse 5. And if you're ready to go into the word of God, say with me, oh yeah. Psalm 23 verse 5 states, you prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You prepare a table before me. I have provision for you in the presence of your enemies. I want you to get this. There where things don't make sense, there where, uh, where criticism is at its peak, there I have a provision for you. You anoint my head with oil, my cup runs over. He has provision for us at the table and he wants to anoint your head today. He wants you to know that he wants to have joy. He wants you to have joy and peace in knowing that in him you have everything you need. Now look at me please. You can be in a place and it doesn't mean you're present. Today I want to invite you to be present. He's inviting you in. Come to the table. I, I, I don't know what you're thinking about. I don't know what you're struggling with. But if today you say, God, I want to be with you, I can promise you he always He always gets close to those that draw near to him. So would you close your eyes with me? Let's pray together. God, I thank you for your love. I thank you for your mercy. I thank you, Lord, that you prepared a table for us. Holy Spirit, you are welcome in this place. And I pray today a revelation of Jesus Christ into our hearts, that we may experience your love, that we may have your provision, your grace. I thank you, Father, for greater in this house. In Jesus' name, somebody say amen. She'll scream at us every evening, food's ready, food's ready. And I'm the oldest of five, so as soon as I would hear food's ready, I'll run. You know what I'm saying? How many of you have more than three siblings, more than two siblings? Raise your hand. I want to know. You you know what I'm talking about. As soon as she'll say food's ready, man, I had to go because they'll take my food. They'll take my food. And my mom made some amazing casseroles, I mean, enchiladas. You know, I mean, she'll make some good food. So I know that if I want to get double, I got to be there first. I got to be there first. So I'll run and my mom will prepare a table. I remember she'll prepare the table. Uh, she'll prepare it. She'll put everything in its place. Um, my mom is, is, is uh, such a, um, a detailed person that even yesterday we were having uh, lunch with her. And I tried to, I tried to bring uh, disposable uh, plates. And she said, no, 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 you, don't, you use those in your house. You don't use those in my house. In my house, I prepare the table. Somebody say with me, prepare a table. I want you to get this. The Bible says that the Lord prepares a table in front of your enemies. He makes a provision for you 
in front of your enemies. I, I, I will go and sit, and I'll have a place in the table. I mean, if my sister was sitting where I'm supposed to sit, I'll get upset. Some of you, some of you, uh, you know, how many of you had a place in the table? Raise your hand if you had a place in the table. Like, this is my place at the table. I know what my dad's place was. Some of you have a place in church. Some of you are mad because somebody took your place today. That's my place, Pastor. I'm telling you, in God's table, there's a place for you. It has your name. He prepares a table. See, but the table can be ready, and you will not be able to eat until you sit down. Until you sit at the table, you won't be able to receive the provision that God's given you. He said, I prepare a table for you in the presence of your enemies. What do you mean in the presence of me and my enemies? What, God, what are you telling me today? Why, why is it that you prepare a place where people around me are mocking me? Why do you prepare a, a place, God? Why do you put it there in the middle when there's sickness in my life, when there's turmoil, when there's anxiety? I don't know what your enemy is today, but I'm here tell you that there where you are there's provision for you in that situation that doesn't make sense in your life well if I had a job pastor if I had a relationship you know if if this would have changed and I'm telling you today our God is so good that he says I got you but I want you to get this I don't need you to go to another place I just need you to sit the hardest thing to do is to do nothing come on look at the person next to you tell them that's you that's you. The hardest thing to do is to do I mean, we always want to take control. We always want to do things. We say we serve a God that is good, but we're like, just in case things go bad. Now, in, in Psalm 23, one of my favorite Psalms, I want to encourage you this week, memorize this scripture. Memorize Psalm 23. Speak it out. Hear it out. Sing it out. That's how I memorize things. You know, do whatever you need to do to put the Word of God in you. So no matter the situation, this is what comes out of you because of what you have in you. His Word is what brings life. In Psalm 23, verse 1, listen to verse 1 of this chapter. It says, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. Can you read that with me? Let's read that verse together. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not. You know what that means? Everything you need is in Him everything you need. The Lord is my shepherd. I, I, I listen to this and I hear this. I read this and I say, God, I know that with you I have everything. Yet, why do I keep looking in other places what only he can give me? The Lord is my shepherd. You know what a shepherd does? Look at me, please. He directs. Hmm. He protects. He provides. He leads. So whatever is leading your life is what's, what's going to satisfy your soul. Could it be that maybe you're hungry today because you're not following Jesus? Jesus said, follow me. You're following, I don't know, maybe your desires, maybe your dreams, maybe, maybe something that you know is not leading you the right way, and maybe that's the reason you're lacking. The Lord is my shepherd. I'm complete. I have everything I want. Verse 2 says, he makes me lie down in green pastures. This is where you find your peace. He leads me besides the still waters. He restores my soul. He leads me in the path of righteousness for his name's sake. Listen, you know how your soul's going to be restored? When you go back to the path of righteousness. See, you're not worried about things when you're doing the right thing. The reason you're worried about people finding out about what you're doing is because you're not doing what's right. Come on, somebody. But he restores my soul. He brings peace back to my soul. 
when I'm walking in what's right. It's not that I'm enough, it's that he has provision for me. When I lack, when, when, when I sin, <laughs> he has forgiveness. Yeah, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. They bring comfort because the same thing you use to discipline me is what you use to defend me. How many of you know that a son, a daughter is disciplined? I don't discipline my neighbor's kids. I discipline my kids. You're a son, you're a daughter of God. He'll discipline you. And the same thing he uses to discipline you is what he defends you with. That brings comfort. Verse 5, which we're focusing on today. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. He knows what you're going to go through, and he has a table there. Can I invite you today? In your turmoil, in your difficult situation, look for a table. Look for a table. Look for what he has there for you. Listen, stay Go to prayer when you don't want to pray. Open the Bible when you don't understand. Come on. Stay in what he's calling you to be. Go to the table. You anoint my head with oil. My cup runs over. Surely goodness and mercy. I need you to make this a declaration over your life on verse 6. Let's read it together. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. And I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. If I want goodness to follow me, I need to make sure I spend time with him in his house. Come on. Listen, it will follow me because I'm spending time with him. When I put him first, when I say, God, you are my provision, I'm going to sit at the table. You prepare a table in the presence of my enemies. I did not understand this because I felt any time there was a battle in my life, God wasn't there. Anybody ever felt like this? If this is happening, then it means God is not there. And I've learned over the years that the reason the battle is there is because I'm conquering new ground. In fact, I worry now. This is when you're walking in righteousness. If you're not walking in righteousness, I'm going to invite you today. Repent from your sin. Come to the provision of forgiveness. Because many times, the reason we don't see provision is because you have not gone to God the Father to be your shepherd. And when you say, God, I want you to have control, I give you my life, then he brings you this peace and this joy that nobody else can give. And I'm telling you, you keep on seeking that high. And you say, if I experience something new, and if I go to this party, and if I hang out with these people, and if I get this job, then I'm going to be complete. But I don't know about you, but I've experienced this. The more I have, the more I lack. Because I'm hungry, and the only one that can satisfy my soul, his name is Jesus Christ. The one that paid already, the provision is him. He died for me being a sinner. He said, I am your provision. I am the bread of life. I have what you need. But when I come to the table and I sit with him and, and, I, and I, I listen to what he has to say, I don't do what I want to do, but I think this. And I, and I believe if I do this, then it's going to go well. Or those people tell me that that's what you should enjoy in life. You know, the Bible says, look at me, please, that by their fruits, you should know them. Why do we follow stars of Hollywood when their life is a mess? By their fruit, you shall know them. I need you to get this. Why do you follow who you follow? I want to invite you to wisdom today. Wisdom brings provision into our life. It says, I prepare a table. Listen to verse 5. I prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil. My cup runs over. My cup runs over. Every time I would show up in the table, my mom would say, the food's ready. As soon as I walk in, there was provision. 
My mom would say things like this. Listen, is there anything else you need before I sit down? How many of you know, abuelita, you know, in the house? I, I don't, I'm not going to sit down until you have everything I need. And then I'll be like, mm, I'm good, but can I have another tortilla? And I'm telling you, bro, I'm telling you, this is my generation, I understand this. We would get tortillas every day fresh. I, I know you guys have, you know, I don't know what bakery you guys like here, but I'm telling you, J-Town, how many of you guys know what J-Town is? Juarez, yes. J-Town has the best tortillas. Uh, some of you guys are like, man, I love Mexican food in El Paso. Mm. There's nothing like eating real Mexican food with a person preparing the tacos right there in front of you. And then the tortillas at the same time, you know what I'm saying? You know, the dirt coming out of the hand. Mm. And my mom will go and say, get me the tor uh, tortillas are finishing go get tortillas and i'll bring them back and i'll be sitting down there and i'll be eating i'll be like mom mom just one more tortilla she wouldn't sit down until i had everything i needed can i tell you god will not rest come on i need you to get this god is at work he he who started the work in your life will finish it so let me finish it he will finish what he started in your life and he's asking what else do you need I believe David if you'll you that know the story of David I believe David fell into sin because he did not go to God for the provision so much so that the prophet says you can read this in 1st Samuel the prophet says listen um, 2nd Samuel the prophet says if you would have asked me that is not afraid of your desires God is not afraid of what you think you're lacking, but I'm telling you, you have to make him the shepherd. You have to say, God, I need you to provide this for me. And when you do so, in the presence of your enemies, in your anxiety, he is your peace. But you got to find out and rest and spend time with him. You're too busy to not spend time with him. What do I mean by this? Abraham Lincoln would say this. They'll come to him and say, listen, today, president, you have so much things to do. It's double. The agenda looks double. He says, I have to spend double the time in prayer. It's not, I don't have time to pray. No, no, you cannot afford not to pray. In him, you have everything you need. The Bible says in Philippians chapter 4, Philippians chapter 4 verse 19 says, And my God shall supply all your need according to his riches and glory. It says, by Christ Jesus. He shall supply how many things? all things by Christ Jesus this same chapter Philippians 4 is a chapter that says Philippians 4 13 what does Philippians 4 13 say I can do all things how many things all things through Christ I need you to get this in that same chapter Paul's saying listen I've learned not to have money and I've learned to have money and he says, I can do all things through Christ. I can, I can be in health. I can be in sickness. I've learned to do. If you read that chapter, he's talking about not everything going well. He's saying, listen, I no longer live what people give me. I have a provision inside of me. I have a place at the table. At the table. Here's where I get satisfied. You don't have to give me anything anymore. I have. He gives me. He prepares a place at the table. It's in Corinthians chapter 12. Paul is going through a time of sickness. Listen to this. He's, he's going through turmoil. He's preaching the word of God, yet things are not going the way he planned. St. Corinthians chapter 12 verse 9 says, And he said to me, My grace is what? Sufficient. You have enough for you. For my strength is made perfect in weakness. Provision in front of my enemies. Therefore, most, more scatly, gladly, 
I will rather boast in my infirmities that the power of Christ may rest upon me. Verse 10 says, therefore, I take pleasure in infirmities. I thank God for that knee pain, for that back pain. I thank God for this lack because that's what draws me to the table. He prepares a table and reproaches and needs and persecutions and distress for Christ's sake. For when I am weak, come on, somebody say it with me. That's where my strength is. I got to go to the table. Uh, in Psalm 23, 5, as, as we're studying this, I want you to take this in your spirit. It says, he prepares a table before me in the presence of mine. He says, you anoint my head with oil. You anoint my head with oil. Somebody say with me, at the table. This all happens at the table. This is where he anoints my head. See, shepherds will take, okay, will take the sheep and will set them apart and they'll start anointing them. Okay, uh, I'm going to give you just a, a quick story that this, this, is, this is true youth ministry, okay? Things that happen, it's just, it's, it's what it is, you know? We're, we're, we're in our youth camp, and uh, we hear, where it's over 2,000 youth, we hear that one of, of the persons in there started getting lice in their head. Imagine 2,000 kids, and somebody saying, somebody, you don't know who, but you know who, you know? has lies and we're like oh man what do we do so we start bringing people together and say listen uh, do you have piojos those of you that are, that, that, that they, they have lies and, and they're like no no I'm good I'm, I'm good pastor I don't have anything man we start cleaning everything we sent everybody to, to, you know our leaders to go to Walmart I mean we put mayonnaise we put ketchup we put anything we found you know we put everything we put all these things we start getting this we're like okay you're gonna be here until we make sure that you have nothing or you know what I'm gonna cut you I'm gonna cut your hair it's for the good of everybody. I said, no, pastor, no, no, I'm good, I'm good. They start taking all these treatments. I want you to get this. When the shepherd will put oil in the sheep, it was to protect from pest. Oil will finally put them in the ears to put them in the nose because there will be different bugs that will try to get it. And even if the sheep looked well, if he had this in his head, he would die. At the table, somebody said with me, at the table is where he changes my mind. But this is what I think. And this is, we need to. And we have this civil, and we have this justice, and we have this, I don't know, and we have this arrogance and intelligence and pride. But when you sit at the table, and you see that he prepares the table. He anoints your oil. He does the same with your feet. <laughs> so he directs where you go. So that when he anoints you, that's where your mind starts changing. But you got to make him the shepherd. And you got to sit at the table. I used to think this way, but now I think differently. I, I, I want to set you free today. Some of us have a poor mentality spiritually. You know what a poor mentality is? A poor mentality is you have $50 in your pocket and you think, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to waste 49 and save one. Because, man, I have money. A poor mentality is I have $50 in my pocket, but no, I'm, I can't enjoy this. A rich mentality says, how can I make 50 to 100? 
A rich mentality says, man, who can I bless today with $20 because I have 50? A rich mentality gives, a rich mentality invests. A poor mentality keeps and doesn't enjoy. You can be in any of those places. Spiritually, we're in the same way. Our mind is, oh man, I hope I don't fall into sin today. I only have this much grace. Paul says, my grace is sufficient. He already died for me before I sinned. So that everything I need is in him. And when you come to the table, you have his provision. And when he comes in, you say, God, I have an inheritance. Oh, I hope somebody receives this. I can make a withdrawal today. I don't need money in my pocket to know that I'm rich. In fact, I'll tell you this. You know you're rich, not because of what you have in your pocket, but because of what you give. I don't need a new car. And I had, I had a, a poor mentality in every area. So, I, listen, I had such a poor mentality that I thought I needed to have a brand new car to say I'm blessed by God. And the Mercedes and the Lexus is what makes me rich. Even though I couldn't, I could, <laughs> even though I couldn't afford to take my wife out to eat on Sunday because the payment was so high. The problem is not the car. The problem is it's not what I have. It's what has me. I love you. I want to set you free today. We do the same in our spirit. God gives us this abundance, and we say, God, but this is what I, to the table, somebody say with me, at the table, to the table, I have to come to eat, and some of us come with a poor mentality, God, what do I have to give you? Uh, God, let's make an exchange. If I do this, now you give me this, and God wants, to, God wants you to walk in a place of freedom now, he wants you to walk in a place and receive what he's given you, and it says, my cup runs over. My cup runs over. Psalm 23, 5. I want you to say, I prepare a, a table for you in the presence of your enemies. There where you are. I'm your provision. I'm going to anoint your head. I want to give you a new way of thinking. Do not believe so much your biology book. Do not believe so much your financial stability. Do not believe so much your philosophy. And start going to the table and say, God, you changed my mind. You put. Can I invite you to think for a moment? Can I invite you to stop receiving what the news say as truth? Can I invite you to stop following Hollywood as if their life is what you want in your life? Can I invite you to follow Jesus today and sit at the table and see who he says you are? And it says, my cup, my cup. Psalm 23, 5. My cup. I don't know what they put in here, but it's good. kind of tastes like energy drink. of you that, that this is grandma's Kool-Aid, man. This is good stuff. In the Jewish tradition, when they will sit at the table, if they wanted you to stay, they'll keep them refilling. Say with me, refill. Have you ever been at a good restaurant and you're like halfway and they already refilled it? You're like, man, I want to be. What, what happens in a bad restaurant? You don't even, you can't even finish your steak because you don't have anything to drink. Your tip is over. When they wanted you to stay, they'll refill your cup. My cup runs over. He's saying, don't leave. Stay. Stay. Refill. Refill. Not only at the table does he provide for me. 
the table. He is with me. In the presence of my enemies, there's a table where he provides and where he's present. Food's ready. Man, I'll run. I'll run. I needed to get there before. I have four siblings. You need to get a hunger for God like never before. You need to get desperate for God. And go to the table. He is your provision. Stop looking. Stop making other things your shepherd. Make him your shepherd. Can I invite you to stand with me today? place in your life where there's lack you need your soul to be restored is your mind so cluttered that you cannot hear his voice anymore today there's a word for you get close get close with your eyes closed there where you are I want to invite you, I want to invite you to pray from your heart. Tell God, help me see the table. Help me see the table, God. I'm sorry if I haven't spent time. I haven't, I'm sorry if I haven't made time. I'm sorry if I've been too busy. I'm sorry if I'm following other things. I'm sorry, God. Today I want to listen. Today, I want to hear you. Let me draw close to you, God. There's a table in the presence of your enemies. your sin if you repent you can draw close listen to me please there's doors in your life 
that will only open as you draw close. If I can help you picture it this way, I heard a pastor say this and it blessed my life. It says when you get close to a door that's automatic, you cannot push or pull. You just have to stand close enough. And I believe there's things that are automatic in the grace of God, but you have to draw close. And there's something that has pushed you away. And just like those doors in the mall, if you draw close, the door will open. With your eyes closed. Today, you say, Pastor, I have been apart. I haven't been able to draw close. Today is your day. And he made a provision in Jesus. So church, can I ask you, let's pray this prayer together. If you can, put your hand in your heart as a symbol of faith. We do this not out of ritual, but we do this out of a surrender. Say, God, here's my heart. So can you pray this with me? Say with me, God, today, your provision is enough. Forgive me for my sins, for my pride. Help me to sit at the table. Thank you for Jesus. Today, be Lord. I want to follow you. Your grace is enough for me. Somebody say amen. Thank you for tuning in. We want to remind you that you are the salt and light of this world. So if you enjoyed today's message, share the podcast with your family and friends. And remember that Jesus is waiting for you at the table.